Hello, everybody. Welcome to the It's A Lot Y'all podcast. I'm Allie D. This is producer Nicole, and we're back. We've had a little hiatus, if you may, <laughs> or if you will. We've both been pretty busy doing our thing away from the Mavs and Cowboys, which are in their off season. But we have a lot to discuss this episode because, like I said, you've been busy. I've been busy. We're going to get into all of that. Hello, Nicole. Hello. We're going to catch up and I'm so excited. I know. This is like our time to catch up and find out what we've been doing. And I've been wanting <laughs> to ask you a million things about all the events you've been working because I see you're still like doing it, busy, stage managing all these great, amazing events. So I want to ask you about all those. Um, your hair looks super cute, by the way. I love it. <gasps> Thanks. Have a bunch of dry awesome. shampoo in here, yeah, but... New, new sh- products new shampoo what's going on i have i have i've been using divi by danny austin yes she's a big influencer out in dallas and she first started off with her hair serum scalp serum to help people with really thin hair anyway she developed a new shampoo which is supposed to be like chemical free all the things deep cleanse in the scalp, hair growth. So, so far, I mean, it's only been like maybe week three, but I love it. It looks longer for sure. I feel like I've been seeing you in ages because we only talk on the phone. It, if that's I'm true. lucky enough to catch you <laughs> to talk on the phone, I text Nicole. I'm like, hello, remember me, your old friend? No, yeah, you're just, just as busy as I am. No, you just dumped me as soon as Max no, comes over. Absolutely like, not. You know, that's yeah. not true. I don't know if you can tell, but I've been using a new shampoo as well. Tell us about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mine, unfortunately, is just the Dove shampoo that you get from Dollar General. But I will say that it smells really good. And you can't be my friend. It's like Dove shampoo, Lord. I know. Well, I ran out of my good stuff, so I had to just, okay. I was desperate for something. And I actually, I don't mind it. Lord we'll knows how many chemicals are in this thing, though. It, my hair smells good for like two days, so it's just <laughs> probably strictly perfume that I'm washing my hair with and nothing else to get free. So. But I have been trying to find some more natural, you know, shampoo and conditioner and like deodorant and all that stuff just because I'm reading about it. So I, I know. I know. Yeah. You start to pay attention to the ingredients. It's called fragrance or like perfume that are in, whether it's your deodorant, your shampoo, and you try to get the fragrance-free types. But you should try Divi. I'm telling you, next time you make it into Dallas and there's Ulta around, give it a shot. It's about 30 bucks. There's an Ulta in Granbury, which is near (gasps) me. So, okay, I didn't know they had it there. Well, they might not have it there, but (laughs) but you could order it online. Okay, well, I'm going to go check Granberry Ulta and see if they have it. So you're giving a great little plug for your influencer. I know. Danny Austin, send me free Divi. (laughs) Maybe they'll sponsor the show. So cool. Okay, so you've been working so many great events. You've been all over the place, been watching you traveling. But one really cool one that you worked that I want to get into all the gossip about was the ACMs. Oh, yes. It was so so much fun. The scoop on that is it was at the star, right? At Ford Center. So Ford Center got to host the ACM. So it was on a Thursday evening. And to kick off the event and celebrating that ACMs made it to Frisco, they did this awesome ACMs kickoff at the star. And basically it was a two-day free event to the public. You can come out and you got to listen to live music from a ton of up-and-coming artists. So it was a really, really cool event. And everyone that I worked with at the event, I was telling them, I'm like, this has been by far one of my favorite events. And I don't know, I just think, I think what it is, is country artists and country music 
is so laid back and so chill that there's not a lot of pressure. I get it. Yeah, because I remember when I worked Final Four, we worked, we had those big concerts. So it's a huge acts. Like I remember Maroon 5 and it's just like so stressful because you have Adam Levin and all that like that comes with it. His model girlfriend and like the entourage and just so much like stress and pressure backstage and everything goes well. But whenever there's country acts, like yeah, the vibe is just totally so different. Easy. Laid back, easy going. So I don't know if it's like a pop versus country thing or what if or you know, it has to be because I've definitely recognized the same thing. Yes. Like that, yeah. Yeah. And previously when I was in Cleveland, I would help out sometimes when the concerts came through and I still remember it was Luke Holmes. And at the time Morgan Wallen opened up for him, which oh. Morgan Wallen wasn't even a big name then, which is right. just crazy to think about in two years, how he's exploded. But crazy. I just remember them being so easy. So it's just funny how different artists are. What did you have to do at the ACMs? Because you sent me a picture, you were like side stage. I think Ian Munsick was on stage, which he's great from Wyoming. I love him. He sings about rodeo and fucking horses and all things. So of course I love him. But like, what were you doing? So I was the stage manager. So I was really making sure that the artists were ready to go and making sure that we were all set on stage for, you know, the transitions in between artists. There was about like 10 to 15 artists per day that came on. They each played about four or five songs. So you got to hear like either their most popular songs or covers. And then at night, once it kind of got darker, we incorporated a band. But basically, I was the middleman. So I was working with the ACM production staff to make sure that the artists were there we're on time everything sounds good the stage is all set up for the artists and kind of making sure they're mic'd up tuned up ready to go um it was really neat we had all kinds of artists from ian munsick to nate smith dylan scott Corey kent um i will be honest i didn't know any of these guys when i first got the rundown <laughs> like parker mccollum remember that jeez yeah. what an embarrassment i did not know anyone so i wasn't sure what to expect but it was kind of cool listening to them because i kind of had a realization like i'm the age now where like these are going to be the future upcoming maybe Miranda Lambert's, you know, Luke Bryan's, that kind of thing. So anyways, it was really, really cool. But everyone I worked with were awesome, super easy going. Were they all from Nashville, the people you were working with? Or Majority what? of them, Majority. yeah. A lot of the artists were either from somewhere, but now live in Nashville. So if you're an right. up-and-coming artist, you're in Nashville. you got to be in Nashville. I, okay, I want to know, was there any artists that were, like, hard to work with? Or you don't have to tell us names, but was there anything juicy that went on backstage? Come on, spill it. You know, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, and this is so honest, there wasn't really any issues with any artists. I will say right. though, so the first night we had Amazon Prime take over for the last set. So basically where they took over the video board and they streamed live on Amazon Prime for the last oh, performance like with the band. Like yes. So Amazon came in and then all of a sudden it was like their run a show. If I had anything that was difficult it was that transition because it was like on their time and they kind of came in with you know ready to go so yeah. yeah bully attitude besides that it was really good but all the artists were super super nice every country artist as soon as they got off the stage they went say hey to fans sign autographs take photos and you could tell that they're all humble and we're just all so thankful to be at the acms 
Right. So, you know, what's funny is like back in the day, like 10 years ago, when I was really heavily pursuing my country music career, yes, traveling like the whole nine yards, so, so hardcore, I got invited to go to several of these like award shows. Um, one of them was in Vegas that I went to, I think it was called the ACAs. Okay. And I just remember being there, like walking the red carpet, doing the whole thing with the pictures and like the paparazzis yelling your name. I was on a TV show back then too. So like I had a little bit of like clout, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of some recognition. And it people was- were like, Allie D, look, there's Allie D. Yeah, <laughs> never really panned out too much, but it was really fun. And it was cool just kind of like being a part of that experience and seeing what it's like and seeing what goes on backstage and watching all the big acts win all the awards and sitting there in kind of like the first few rows and you get your little name on your chair and all that stuff. So it was really cool. And it was fun seeing you there because it kind of brought me back to like those memories and getting to go there. If you look on my Instagram page, like occasionally, every once in a while I'll post like a throwback photo and there's some yes the shows. it was so cool that um, is so awesome to experience yeah. that you know what else I wanted to mention though about the ACMs which is actually really cool and I think this is the first year they did it our first night there we awarded the up-and-coming male artist of the year and wow. female yes oh and Gabby Barrett, I think that's how you say her name. So sorry if I got that wrong. But she came to the stage and announced the winners of the year. And I actually got to see an, a live ACM trophy, which is wow. so cool. I wanted to take a photo of it, but I didn't. But I was like, oh my gosh, how neat is this? So cool. This is kind of really funny. But so I've been getting like decent royalty checks every month for my <gasps> music. I know. It's so like, awesome. I haven't made music or performed in so long. But you know, I have a Spotify, it gets a decent amount of streams, I guess. I don't know where it's coming from. I have different organizations that represent my songwriting, because I did a lot of writing and music. And so it's fun getting these checks every month. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just like, I have a lot of songs that I never released. Now mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm at home pretty much all the time with the kids. So I call myself a stay-at-home musician because I'm not <laughs> A-H-A-S- A-H-M, not stay-at-home mom, but stay-at-home musician. (laughs) Because, like, I feel like, okay, I can make a little bit of extra money, you know, promote some songs that I never released. So I'm going to start releasing some music here in the near future. So if you want to follow that whole journey... Follow me on TikTok. It's at Allie D Music. And I've got one post up so far. Um, I like manifested that it was going to get a thousand views overnight and that I would get like maybe a hundred followers in the first day, which was like crazy. So this is really crazy because we're last I checked, I was at 15,000 views and like 300. Oh my gosh. I know in one day from that post. So I don't know why she talked. TikTok is just a really great place to get awareness for your music. So anyways, if you want to follow that journey, I'm going to dabble in it a little bit on on my TikTok. That's the only place. That is so awesome. Also, shout out to you. Let's all go follow and subscribe on Spotify. Start streaming your music. Yeah, you guys, I get like three cents a stream. So I would appreciate that. But that adds up. I know. It does. So funny. Well, thank you for sharing that about the ACM. So cool because I've been wanting to like get all the whole thing about how it was at the event, working it and your position being like stage manager with the artist. It's so cool to like meet people. I feel like I met a good amount of people and just even like the tour managers and all the things and hear about their experience because way back in the day, that's what I envisioned. Like maybe one day I'd go on tour yeah. with a big artist and you, would be you know, such a good tour manager. <laughs> if I ever go into that again, you are coming with me. Are you going to hire me? Yeah. <laughs> 
Heck yeah, we're going on the road. That would be so One fun. Another, I know. It's like me and the kids and yeah, we'll have snacks. And the whole I'll drive the, bus. drive the bus. Drive the bus. Yeah, exactly. But you know, one thing I did want to ask you about is, so we're used to talking to you about working sports and sports mm-hmm. events. So how was it different, like working in like a music event versus a sports event? Was there a big difference? So it wasn't as crazy of a difference because I feel like a lot of times in sports, you know, you either got to cue your DJs or get people on and off the stage. And it was the same concept. And we did have a run of show, but it wasn't as scripted to where we had to be so on time. But I will say, and you can ask anyone there, we were on time both days. I've never been so on time. I'm like, this is insane. I think one time we were like five minutes ahead of schedule, which was wild. So we had to make some time up to get back on schedule. Um, yeah. But really, it's not a huge difference. It was more relaxed, if anything, and mainly just making sure that the artists, they're on time. That's the right. biggest thing, making sure they're ready to go. They have everything they need and they're comfortable. You also worked another big event recently, the draft party, which was up there too. So we had the draft party. party. They had the a first round, I believe it was a 26 pick. So the Cowboys hosted a draft party. And we were all up there. Rowdy was there. We had DCC in the building, Rhythm and Blue kicking off, you know, the start of football season. It's the beginning. It Um, really is. It's crazy how much the fans are invested in the draft. Like I was watching some stats on that and it's just crazy numbers. The viewers they get for the draft even, just how it like supersedes any other sport. It's just incredible. And then that, yeah, like you said, that really kicks off. Now we're going into summer, they're in training camp and we're going to go into preseason. I mean, it's going to be here before we know it, which I can't wait. I'm like so ready for cowboy season. I know. It's right around the corner. But the draft party was great. Jerry Jones came out and spoke to the crowd. So if you were there, you got to see Jerry up close and personal. Great turnout. Cowboy fans came out to support and really cool night overall. Did any of the players come out? Yes, yes. We had the players come out. We had two rounds of players. They also were inside doing autographs. And I think you had to be there early to sign up to get a wristband to go get autographs. There's about 20 guys that came to the stage and just got to say, hey to Cowboys fans. We did a little small interview and the whole entertainment, I would say. That's so great. I love that. So speaking of Cowboys draft party, like I said, we're getting ramped up for the season. The Cowboys schedule just came out, which is so cool because now the teams are doing these videos to get everybody hyped. And Mm -hmm. it was really fun to see the Cowboys one because it was tied in with Yellowstone, which you know is the biggest show in the world right now. People are obsessed with Yellowstone. So like what better marriage than a Dallas Cowboys and Yellowstone bringing out the Western, the whole Cowboy thing. The guys are wearing the hats. Taylor Sheridan, the creator of Yellowstone was in the video. Really cool. It was neat because it was like tying being a cowboy all together. I think it's so awesome that the digital and social teams get together now. And it's a huge thing to see which NFL team creates the best schedule release video. So it's a whole thing. They all drop it at a certain time during the day. I feel like the Cowboys, theirs just keeps getting better and better. Last year's for the Cowboys was awesome. And this year I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was so great seeing all the Cowboy Western influencing ties they were bringing in because it is the Dallas Cowboys at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, you know? And And we're right here next to all the ranches and the rodeo. And I love Yellowstone. I want to be a Dutton. (laughs) 
And by the way, the creator of, of Yellowstone lives kind of near us, or he has a ranch near us. And so there's always like a lot of Yellowstone action. Like they're filming a lot of prequels and like spinoffs. Oh, and, all wow. that stuff. and it all goes on like right around here. So just the other day I was on Facebook and someone in my town was like, what's going on on Rock Church Highway, which is a highway just right down the street. Uh -huh. There's all these vans and trucks and all these signs. And someone chimes in. They're like, oh, they're filming for Yellowstone. And then they all start chiming in on about where they're filming. So what they're cool. Filming. It's Lawman Bass Reads. I think the spinoff is called. So they're filming that down the street from my house. They film in Granbury, the next town over. Taylor Sheridan, his place is in Weatherford, his big ranch. And so it's just really cool seeing that all tied into Dallas so Cowboys. awesome. I mean, they're the hottest thing going right now. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like every event I go to, I see someone from Yellowstone there. Mm -hmm. like, the show, it's crazy. Even at all the rodeos, like yeah. I'm sure you've seen, they pop up at all the rodeos. You guys having bulls, y'all need to see if they need bulls oh, no, <laughs> and know, get incorporated right? with get Yellowstone. How cool would that be? It's so funny. I actually just saw Rip the other day. He was, <gasps> yeah, which I love I him. Yeah, I know the PBR finals are going on in Fort Worth at Dickie's oh. Arena. And so Corey has bulls out. So I went up there with the kids and we were just hanging out until the bull riding started. And he pulled up in like this, you know, pickup with the whole entourage thing. I think they're filming something because I think he's okay. really involved with PBR now is what it sounds like, which is professional wow. bull riding. For those of you that may not know, PBR is bull riding and we raise bulls and bring them to different rodeo events and PBR and whatnots. But anyways, yeah, he was there like repping the show in the full rip gear. And it's like, you almost think he's a real person, but he's, right. he's like playing a character. So everyone says he's super great and they love him and he's very kind and super humble. So that's always good to hear. It's not just like some like Cali guy. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Like a really good guy. So yeah, it's been really fun seeing all the influence there. So great job on Dallas Cowboys for tying that in. Love to hear that. Oh, and Jerry Jones. He looked the part with the bolo tie. I know. All the guys had cowboy hats on. It's so cute. <laughs> yes. If you haven't seen it, go to the Dallas Cowboys Instagram page. I'm sure it's on their Twitter and Facebook mm -hmm. as well. But that's where you'll see this crazy schedule announcement, which the preseason games weren't on there yet. And that's like our first hurrah. So yes, that's like our kickoff. Yeah, that's <laughs> like in August. I think the first home game is like mid-September. That'll be like our first regular season game but yeah preseason's august and i'm like gosh that's just so soon. i know i forget when preseason games get announced but it's got to be coming up in the next couple of months and like you said that's our first like we'll all get together hopefully we'll have our crew back together yeah. and it's kind of like you get the jitters out and yeah. you just kick off the season so excited Okay, well, that's another episode of the It's A Lot Y'all podcast. We're just rolling through all these fun things really that you're doing because I'm just <laughs> sitting at home twiddling my thumbs. No. Waiting for you to call me and fill me in on anything cool going on as I'm out here 90 miles away from civilization. So I look forward to our chat. I'm so glad we got stopped today about all the great stuff you're doing. I'll catch and up. Yeah, catch up. And thank you all to the listeners for hanging in there with us as we are going through our off-season time. We will be doing podcasts still, so be sure you have your notifications turned on so you'll know when they are coming out automatically. All right, Nicole. Well, that's it for this episode. Don't forget <laughs> to follow us on social media at It's A Lot Y'all. For me, Alady, and producer Nicole, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.